Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. Game winner. All right? Can you hold up? 90th snap right here. Overtime, 28-28. You're helping out with Cleveland. And then you get Hassan Reddick, black and two, when Kirk Cousins makes this game-winning throw to K.J. Osborne. Can't throw it a whole lot better. It helps when your blind side and your backside is kept clean. You can step into that throw for the game winner. Nice job by Christian Darisol in his first start in the NFL. Ah. Brian Baldinger doesn't just like football. He loves football. Yeah, Baldy. The best left tackle in the NFL in 2020 <laughs> is Toronto Armstead. I mean, I guess he didn't get the message. On this shove right here about anti-bullying in America. <laughs> football! Football! Yeah! Football! Football! Is there anything better than when you scroll through Twitter and you see a baldy breakdown of no. the Minnesota Vikings? No. Oh. No, there's nothing better. Dude. He's Inject so excited it. to do it, too. Eat those footballs. This is Purple Daily presented by Surly Brewing Company. Daily Vikings Entertainment with one mission statement. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. Phil Mackey, Judd Zolgad, our executive producer, Declan Goff. If you're watching us on the Purple Daily YouTube channel and you're watching on a TCL TV, double points for you. You're helping the show out by supporting a sponsor, and uh, they're probably helping you out because they make great TVs, uh, very, very cost-efficient with the most entertainment and stunning resolution. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Every Wednesday, people ask us all the time, when are you going to admit that you were wrong, Judd? Huh? Dex. Well, that Hell. ordinarily happens not once, but twice on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. It is, because it's a little segment we like to call Write That Down. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. All right, boys. And, of course, I need to uh, share this with you all, so give me a second. But this is the most transparent and, dare I say, innovative segment in sports talk. This is Write That Down and an accountability session where we go through our correct and incorrect predictions, make sure everyone is held in check, and uh, we make new predictions and throw them out into the universe. And we welcome you guys, the guest listener predictors, 
And uh, if you want to be part of the show, you can just send a Declan. You can slide into his DMs mm-hmm. on either Twitter or Instagram. Mm-hmm. Or you can send us a message through the feedback tab on the Score North app, where not only will we take your submissions to be on Write That Down, we also, every Friday on Mackie and Judd, it's called Feedback Friday. And you guys do comments from YouTube on Mondays on the Purple Daily channel. But on Mackie and Judd, we do Feedback Friday. We take all your messages, uh, as many as we can, that come through the Score North app, and we address them and answer them on the Friday show. So three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. That's how this works. I'm write that down. They must be quantifiable. And we keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns. Patrick will be our guest listener predictor here in just a few minutes. But are you guys ready to be held accountable oh, yeah. for your Vikings predictions? Yeah, yeah, I'm ready. I'm never wrong, so yeah. I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm just going to well, celebrate. This entire- oh, no. Is red good now? Red is not good. The good news is you only had one thing come off the board, Judd. You said the Vikings would beat the Panthers, which was right. But you said Justin Jefferson in a parlay here yeah. would have at least 130 yards I did. received. I did. I did. That's correct. Only eight catches for 80 yards. What an underwhelming. Just, I don't even know. Do you Why know what would have helped deactivate me a lot? Him? Do you know what would have helped me a lot is if Kirk had hit that first post route early on. Yeah. The deep shot. That would have gotten you that. That would have been like a 40-yard pass, right? So, like, let's pretend that that took place and mm-hmm. then go back and give, give me the point. Nope. We're Sorry, pal. not going to do that. Actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, oh old Mackadack had a little bloodbath oh, here, too. Oh, Mackadack. Not a good week for Judd or Mackadack. Mackadack, Said the Lions would beat the Bengals, and they did not even really come close <laughs> to that happening. Said, uh, see, I had, oh, I had the vibe here. I had the vibe here. You Interesting. Did. I said the Vikings would either block you. a kick, return a punt, or kick or a kick for a touchdown or score a defensive touchdown, the Panthers did. It felt like a game where something like that was going to happen. So the, whis- the whisper was clearly, um, in some ways, mm-hmm. getting mixed signals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes that happens, you know, when, when you know, fall season. Sometimes sure. it's but, like when the weather gets a little cold, the, the yeah. signals don't come in. The weather's up and down. It's 71 day, 40 the next. You know, yeah, it's, it's the whole thing. be tough. Is that what we're blaming on? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to go with that. All right, the listeners had a bunch of, bunch of things come off the board here. Let's start with the bad. Joe in Montana last week said over the next three games, the Vikings would lose to the Panthers by 10, rendering the rest of this parlay irrelevant. But he said they'd beat the Cowboys by a field goal and lose to the Ravens by at least 10. So that comes off the board. Uh, Nick said Greg Joseph would not oh, miss a no. field goal for the rest of the oh, season. Oh, Nick. Hereby jinxing Greg Joseph. And Nick, come on. That was aspirational. I'm sorry, what? Uh, But Robert dropped back in the pocket. He got clean protection, and he threw a pass down the field. He said Kirk Cousins throws for at least 200. This is a three-item parlay from Sunday. Kirk Cousins at least 200 yards and a touchdown. Vikings defense at least a sack and a turnover. And then the Vikings beating the Panthers. And all of those together are a touchdown for the listeners. Derisaw clearly blocking. For our guy, Robert. Yeah. yeah. That's what it was. Clean pocket from Darisaw. Yeah. And that, by the way, that clip that you played of, of Baldy, that was the all 22 of that game-winning touchdown. Once we're done here, we should play that again because look at the pocket on that play. Mm-hmm. And look at Kirk just comfortably sliding yep. up into the pocket. Yep. Just We know he's really good with protection, but that was an illustration of when you need it the most, you got to have this play if you want to win the game, right? 
Um, all right, Derek said the Vikings would be in second place in the NFC North going into their bye week. They are tied Attaboy. with the Bears. <laughs> and uh, this one's not off the board, but I just want to give an update on it. Carter predicted throughout the rest of the NFL write that down season, Judd will be upset about three potential touchdowns regarding himself or somebody else. Well, he raised a stink about Declan's offensive line Derisaw prediction. Judd turned out to be right, but that doesn't have any bearing in the language here. It's just that Judd was upset about okay. three potential touchdowns Fair regarding enough. himself or somebody else. Fair and enough. So, I can't protest. So Carter is one of three here. He just needs two more. He needs Judd to get all worked up. Make, makes it a little better for my end. Makes us a little it's not bit hard better. To do. Thanks, not hard Carter. to get worked up. <laughs> I find it to be very simple. All right, Declan, nice little week for you here. I'll start with the red here. You said the Vikings beat the Panthers and allow uh. less than 21 points, which was wrong. They should have. I don't know how they, how they <laughs> oh, didn't. Oh, ye of little faith on the next one. Oh, you said Drew Locke will remain on the Broncos roster by week one, which he did, but then you said he would have a game-winning drive before Kirk Cousins. But come on, man. How dare you predict against the Dagger Doctor? And Kirk, Teddy. Kirk the catheter for and a Teddy. team. Well, Teddy he got hurt against two weeks ago. Teddy got, you didn't play the second I half. Just, he could have, Drew dude, Locke could have done it. Tomorrow night. We get Thursday Night Football. We get Teddy Bridgewater versus Case Keenum. It's officially Case Keenum's start for the Browns tomorrow night. Oh, God. My high school sweetheart and my one-night stand coming together. This is going to be the craziest, <laughs> crazy night of my life. going to be one of the craziest nights of my life. I love it. All right. You said Chris Herndon will have his first reception of the season against the Panthers, which is correct. Especially, huh? Is it worth a fourth-round pick yet for you guys? God, no. For Herndon? Absolutely yeah. not. No, oh. that was a bad trade. He's a seventh-round pick at best. Declan, I think this is a touchdown. You said the Vikings offense, which hadn't scored a second-half touchdown in a month, would score at least two touchdowns in the second half against the Panthers. Oh, I'm just flinging it right now. And they did. We're going to give you a touchdown pass. Can I say something that about that? Oh, here it is. Can I say something about that? Nice call, Dex. Good job. Oh, thanks, pal. Appreciate that. <laughs> I thought we were going to have to go back to uh, Carter here and update no, this to no. a team. I just, uh, yeah, take that, Carter. Take that. I can be happy for people. Yeah, All right, so with that, Declan at 37% completions, leading the league. He also has five touchdowns. Judd, 34% with only one touchdown. Listeners at 33%, but a league leading seven touchdowns. And I'm at 28% with five touchdowns on the season. So, all right, let's get our guest listener predictor, Patrick, in the mix. Patrick. What is going on, Patrick? Are you ready? I'm ready to lay down some predictions here, yeah? Oh, yeah. What's your strategy? Are you are you checking down? Are you throwing deep? What's your oh. Give us like your NFL quarterback comp for what you're going to do here today. Well, I guess a comparison would be what the Vikings should be doing in the second half. Um, so my strategy is um, I'm not so much going for numbers and figures, but but like you guys talk about all the time, expectations. Okay. So some people might say that, you know, these are optimistic. I, I consider them to be expected results. So, okay. Uh, I like and it. You, you, you don't win seasons with completion percentage. You win them with touchdowns. So uh, <laughs> let's get going. I, um, I like it. I sense a little baldy in Patrick right now. I sense a little Brian Baldinger in Patrick. <laughs> oh. I, I hear some baldy vibes well, right now. We can you know who loves football? Patrick loves football. Yeah. That's right. Actually, Dex, um, let's play that Baldy clip again here so the audience can see. Just Okay, watch the offensive line on this game-winning throw okay. by Kirk Cousins here. Game winner. All right? Can you hold up? 90th snap right here. 
overtime, 28-28. You're helping out with Cleveland. And then you get Hassan Reddick, black and two, when Kirk Cousins makes this game-winning throw to K.J. Osborne. Dude, that is... Okay, I got one question. I just watched this for the first time with one player. Garrett Bradbury literally watches the... the, (laughs) If you're the Carolina Panthers, how do you not occupy him? How does nobody... how How do you... He literally turns around and watches Kirk. He's like, oh, nice throw, dude. Yeah, he was the only one, like, he's not tasked with link. doing anything on that He's play. your weakest link, and he's, like, going to get the sandwiches. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. All right, so we're going to go around the room. Three predictions from everybody. We'll take three laps. We'll start with Patrick over to Judd to Declan and then back to me, Phil. And write that down is presented in part by our friends at Surly Brewing Company, Judd. Uh, you're probably cracking a surly to celebrate the wild last night. Too. Oh God, it was a perfect night. You know what? With hockey, football, baseball, basketball, it's all going right now. And the perfect accompaniment to it all surly and in particular surly furious IPA, the IPA that revolutionized craft beer in this town. And I would argue maybe the best IPA I've ever had surly furious, check it out. And then as Phil likes to say, Show us your cans. Show us your cans. Jay Zolgat on Twitter. Show us your cans with whatever game you are watching. Surly Furious, perfect for any occasion. Yeah, and I'm sitting here right now. I got my Chill Boys on. Chillboys.com, the most comfortable boxer briefs I have ever put on. So good. This torso trunks, yeah, so, not torso. That'd be weird. Yeah, no, these, not, these yeah. tree trunk legs. Should've, yeah. You should have seen me yesterday doing laundry, just eloquently folding all my chill boys, all, all my oh, eight nine pairs. Oh. Now it, it's it is life changing underwear, dude. dude life, it's legit. Yeah, I got rid of all my non chill boys because I don't need it. And the long underwear during the fall weeks and months here, yeah, golf season, also a game changer. So it's a Minnesota based company, chillboys.com, If you want to change your life and your boys' life as well. Check them out. All right. Let's start here with Patrick. Your first prediction, sir. So my first prediction is just a general season prediction. Uh, So write this down. For the remainder of the regular season, the Vikings will not lose any games in which they are leading or tied at the half. Ooh. Okay. Interesting. I'm trying uh, trying to think of how many games they might. I I I like the expectation there. That's. That's a really yeah. good start. I love Zimmer it. usually Zimmer usually comes out with a good game plan in the second half, makes some good changes on defense. They let that offense go and actually put games away. There's no reason why they shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, so don't blow second half leads, basically, is the expectation here. Yep. Yeah. I'm here Write for that. this down. All right, Judd. Patrick Peterson will miss five or more games because of the hamstring injury that landed him on the IR on Monday. So I think I think they're so he has to miss three. And I think they're trying to say in the Rick Spillman um, bi-week press conference yesterday that he expects him back for the Packer game, which would be exactly three games missed. He's a veteran player. It's a hamstring. Um, I think all of those things probably add up to the realistic timetable, five or more games out. Yeah. And you don't wanna you don't wanna rush him back because like you need him, but you also if you can Hold him out an extra game and right. guarantee that he plays the last month and a half or something. Exactly. Write this down. It's exactly. Tough. All right, Declan. All right, so I might. I, I, my wording is different, but it's almost the exact same predictions as Judd. My prediction was Patrick Peterson won't start a game until at least December. Hmm? Can I? Is, is, is that still fine? Because five or more games is exact. Like the, the 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 Vikings will play five games between now and through November. Then I think you need to add. Something. I need to add something to it. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
Yeah, that's the rule. If you make the same prediction in the same week as somebody else, then you have to add something to it. Okay. Patrick Peterson. How about this? Patrick Peterson will not start another game until the Vikings play the Rams on on December 26th. Wow. So I'll oh, yeah. say that. Won't start. That's up in it. Won't okay. start a game yep. until the Rams. It's yep. December 26th against the Rams. Write this down. All right, write this down. My guy, Kirky McClutcherton, already has two game-winning drives this season. He should have at least a third against the Cardinals. He now has six total as a Viking. He only had one game-winning drive in the first two years as Vikings quarterback, mm-hmm. right? And that was when the defense was good, so that was more on him. But he's gotten way better in these situations, and he's looked great in the final three, four minutes of halves overtime, obviously, on Sunday. So write this down. Mr. Game-Winning Drive will be credited with yet another GWD against the Cowboys on Sunday night football. And the whole world will get to see Kirk rising up late in a game in prime time against one of the best teams in the NFL. This doesn't mean that I'm all in on Kirk Cousins beyond 2021, but he's playing really well. They have clearly found some things in the play calling and offensive line and protection that are working really well for him, and he has risen up in these big moments. And so I think it culminates mm-hmm. with a game-winning drive against the Cowboys all right. in their first game out of the bye. Write it I like down. It. I like Write it. this down. All right, we are back to Patrick, second prediction. Okay, so I'm going to uh, two Vikings games this season. So I figured I'd make a prediction for each of those and keep it fun while I'm there. Uh, So week 14, December 9th, the Steelers at the Vikings. Uh, Write this down. The Vikings will force at least two turnovers. There will be no second-half lead changes, and the Vikings will win the game. Okay. I like that parlay. Mm -hmm. That's a touchdown, right? Yeah, it's specific. That's for for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get specific in a parlay. You said how many turnovers, Patrick? I said uh, force at least two turnovers. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And that was the Steelers game? Correct. Yep. Yeah, Thursday Big night. Ben is going to be He's running. He's going to drop the ball because he should retire. Dude, Daniil Hunter and Everson Griffin against Big Ben. Good him alive. Good night. Ben, <laughs> Big Ben, get out, man. Go find something. You got a family. Go hang <laughs> with them. You got plenty of money. You got a family, Quit playing man. football. Quit offending my eyes. Oh. Right, Judd, <laughs> Judd, your second prediction. My second prediction, um, off of what Phil said about what Kirk Cousins could do in this uh, Sunday game. I'm going to audible and say this. The NBC game broadcast will mention Kirk Cousins and MVP at least once. Okay. So, so and, and off the record, my guess is Collinsworth will say it. Will say that Kirk Cousins finds himself in the MVP race or some, some illusion that will directly tie Kirk Cousins and MVP together. But right. I'm just we, going to say the broadcast, the game broadcast, because it could be Al as well. I don't know. Yeah, we're going to need some help here to just like if if anyone hears yeah. anything like this, tweet at us. Like, let us you'll be know. watching it, right? Yeah, so, but I just don't want to miss it. Like if I get up to go to the bathroom or something, and Chris Collinsworth talks about gonna, Kirk oh. Cousins MVP, you know, I just want to make sure we've got some eyes and ears on this thing. You know what? Scott Hansen spends eight hours watching football <laughs> and never takes a pee. Okay, I don't think it's too much to ask. I don't you. believe that. By the way, there's no way. There's no way no, that guy Piper spends. claims he doesn't pee all, basically during the uh, draft coverage. That's nuts. Those guys, Mel Kuyper's like a 55-year-old man. You think that prostate's holding up for eight hours? Dude, I can tell you There's no way. That doesn't, I, I, I'm telling you what I've read. 
I think Mel Kiper probably has a growing problem by now. Right? Wow. That's all I'm going to say about that. Wow. All right. Yeah, you said enough. Back to Declan. All right. Sorry. Oh. Uh, D- Dave Bessler just popped into the studio. He says hi, Judd. Um, <laughs> our, 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 C- our CFO, our CFO just popped in. And, he, and, he, and, was a fan, <laughs> and was a fan of last night's hockey show. So uh, just was. Just was I, bye, Dave Bessler. Hi, Dave Wanted to give Judd, Judd Is some he crap. still there? Is he uh, still no, there he right left. now? He left. He left. Okay. But, uh, is it my turn? <laughs> Yeah, go okay. ahead. Okay, sorry. A little, little off-keeled there. You're, uh, you're flustered. I am. The big ones are coming CFO in. CFO walks in. CFO walks in. Yeah. No, no, I'm sitting up straight. You know, I make sure my fly's up and you know, all this whole thing. Who's um, that? Tuck your shirt in. Oh, God. All right. Uh, oh, hello, Ball. Hello, oh, hello, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, sorry. Write this down. The Vikings will sign or acquire a cornerback between now and their game against the Cowboys. Okay. They will sign... Or acquire a cornerback between now October twentieth and their next game mm-hmm. against the Cowboys. Fair point. Fair prediction. Write it down. You like writing things down. All right. Like and back one. to Patrick. I'm sorry, me. It's me. Yeah, yeah, yeah Phil. It's, it's the second show you. that I've done that on today. My bad. All right. All right. Write this down. The Vikings will. The Vi- So just to back up here, uh-huh. the Vikings, I think, are going to be drinking the Kirk Cousins Kool Aid after his emergence into game-winning drive, Kirk here. And so because of that, write this down. The Vikings will extend or restructure Kirk's contract for the 2022 season. I was going to do that one next week. Yeah. They will extend or <laughs> restructure Kirk's now. contract for the two seasons. I beat you to it. Oh, no, you gonna... beat me to it. Now yeah, I got a one up right. and I'm not going to. No. You, you're planning next week's predictions yeah. already? Good Lord. Dude, dude, I'm always thinking about working it down. Oh, dang it. That was a picture I was going to make three weeks from now. Darn. Like, what? what? <laughs> write it down. You like writing things down. I was like, I had that one scheduled on <sighs> January 8th. What's going on? It's crazy. Hey, you know what? That's fine. You guys make fun of me. Write that down. Rain Man, okay? Okay? It's a good prediction. There's approximately four one predictions on my radar. All right, Patrick, your third and final prediction here. All right, third final <laughs> prediction. Uh, so week 17, January 2nd, Vikings at Packers. I'm going into Lambeau. Nice. Uh, write this down. Uh Kirk Cousins will have more passing touchdowns than Aaron Rodgers, and the Vikings will either take or maintain the lead in the NFC North with a win in that game. Wow, dude. Wow. There's another hope. There's another touchdown pass. I love what you've just done. Like, you have just raised the – you. You came on the show and said expectations are going to be raised, and then you you put the pedal to the metal. I love yep. it. I, you've got a awesome. vision for how the season should play out here, and you're sticking to it, and you're holding the Vikings accountable to a high bar. What a novel Absolutely. concept. Absolutely. Great I work. love it. Dude, you've done an awesome job here, Patrick, with your predictions. Since you've got this platform here on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle life moment? I'd say, you know, within the last five years, my, my girlfriend's from Milwaukee and is a diehard Packers fan. Mm. And not like a woohoo wine drinking like Packers, but like she can tell you that like the second team offensive line, like that kind of Packers. I love that. And so uh, Sundays are interesting in our house, but uh, she's definitely driven me to be more aggressive about getting a championship in this state. So. Wow. Uh, See, look at that. So get Packer fans are even no, feeling bad they, for Vikings yeah. fans saying. But that's she loves you guys, by the way. She loves you guys. She's not a huge of fan she of does. some certain uh, unnamed uh, radio announcers for the Vikings. Oh. She loves you guys. Um, <laughs> Don't rip but, on Greg uh, Coleman like that. He yeah. does not, <laughs> does, does not deserve that. Versus never did anything yeah. to her. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, just really glad to be on here, guys. Uh, thank you for all your content. I think you're 
Uh, I love the expectation attitude. I love the attitude of getting a Super Bowl in this town. And, uh, yeah, just really appreciate you having me on. Let's get it. Patrick, we'll get you on again sometime, all right? Take care. Enjoy the two Vikings games. Enjoy infiltrating Lambeau. Uh, Great stuff from guest listener predictor Patrick. He gets it. He gets it. No, he gets it. it. Next Tuesday part of the club. He gets it. Yep. Love it, man. You can set high expectations and still love your team, all right? Exactly. Think, uh, that's you should. You should here. expect a lot. All right, Judd, your third prediction. Love that. Uh, all right. The Vikings will go 2-2 two and two in their next four games. So it's a gauntlet. It's a tough stretch. 2-2 two and two would actually be pretty good. Keeps your season alive. They're going to go 2-2 two and two in their next four games. Okay. Yeah, they'd be 5-5 five and five going into... The final couple months. I gotta. If you go two and two in that stretch, and you beat the Packers at home, especially, I don't think you're too down about that, right? No, because then you would. Pre- I'd have to go look at the pack. Actually, real quick, I'm just curious. I think the Packers, like the Packers, have a gimme this week, right? They play some crappy team. Let me just see here, because I think it's going to be. It's going to depend on how close you can keep it, because you're two games back right now. Right. The Packers have a home. Okay, actually, the Packers have a home game against Washington. Okay. This Sunday. Yeah. But. And then a short week at Arizona the next week. Oh, that's a tough one. Followed by at Kansas City on November seventh. Okay. And then they get home against Seattle November fourteenth. Russell Wilson might be back for that game. Well, they have. Yeah. What's his timetable, Phil? It's like a like a well. He's got to miss at least a month, right? Because he was he put on injured reserve. Right. Uh, but I three think it's three like three games you have to sit out at least. At kind least. of middle November is kind of the target there. Okay. And then so the Packers then get Russell Wilson on November 14th, potentially, and then at Vikings on the 21st, and then home against the Rams on the 28th before they're by. So they get one, they get a gimme against Washington. They're going to get to six and one. And then their schedule gets really tough too. So we'll see. November is going to tell you. Everything you need to know. The right? next four are going to tell. Yeah, exactly. Yep. All right. Write that down. Declan, right? Back yep. to you for your third prediction. All right. I'll just uh, borrow what I told you guys in realist with Realistic Randy last night. The Vikings will win four of their next five out of the bye week. Damn. They're going to win four of their next five. If that happens, so there's so many. I mean, at San Francisco is the fifth game in that stretch. Mm-hmm. But the other four games are all against teams that yeah. most people think are legitimate, like could go deep in the playoffs teams, right? Totally. Ravens, Cowboys, Packers, even the Chargers. If that happens, the narrative about this team and Kirk Cousins by that point is probably getting actual MVP steam. If Declan's right, that'll be an interesting scenario to follow up on in five weeks. If the, yeah, if they win four five two, Zimmer is in great shape at that point, right? Oh yeah, oh, four absolutely. four five in in that schedule. Oh my God, that'd be yeah outstanding. All right, final prediction here. Write this down, and then we'll get to purple positivity. Mm. If that wasn't enough from Declan right there. I was going to say, what more do you need? These are uh, I, got a, I got a non-Vikings prediction, but it is a football prediction. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to the Lions bandwagon. All right, oh, so the God. Lions are 15-point underdogs against the Rams on the road this week. This is one of the biggest like projected blowout games of the season. I'm not here to mess around, boys. Forget about the spread. Okay. The Lions, write this down, will win that game outright over the Rams this weekend. Write it down. Write it down. You like writing things down. Seattle, Jared Washington. Goff, Marijuana game. legal. We all know it. 
What? I am not. I am not. You're I have, eating. I have had no edibles. Brownies. I have You're not eating seen anything. Dan Campbell. Wow. First of all, Dan Campbell has Dang. cried for his team. He publicly called oh, out Jared Goff and said, I need more from Jared Goff. This is a trap game for the Rams. It's a Super Bowl for Jared Goff and Dan yeah. Campbell. This yeah. is their Super Bowl right here oh. against the Rams. This is where the Lions get their first win as 15-point underdogs. And if not, we'll forget that this ever took place, this conversation. I, first of all, I can't believe that you went there. Touchdown. Second of all, how hysterical is it that the Detroit Lions traded for Jared Goff and are now like, we need more from him? He doesn't have any more to give. Well, they traded for the picks, right? Right, but I'm just saying they took him back. And then, and then, man, Campbell's like, we need. More. There's no more to give. Sean McVay. Sean McVay is like one of what the top five, top three quarterback whispers in this entire league. Yeah. And he basically said, "I ah, no, I can't do this one anymore." He's like, telling you, like, the there's going to be like, a game well, where they wake up and Jericho. There's, there's going to be a game where the Rams fall the asleep. I gave you the win in like two weeks or something. This this has to be among the biggest uh, point spreads for a team since the Bills came in here. Yeah. Is were they sixteen point I dogs? Think one? I think seventeen. And Josh wow. Allen hurdled Anthony Barr, and it was over yeah. from there. It's aggressive. That was the great. Well, so, I'm telling you, you like that? it's going to be like going to be Jared Goff saying you like that after yep. that game is over. Damn and right. if they get if they get smoked by twenty points, then we will just pretend like this little discussion never happened. Um, Thank you to a guest listener, Patrick, there. Write that down, predictions, every single Wednesday here on the show. Uh, before we get to purple positivity, talk about how skinny you're getting, Judd Zilgad. I'm going to talk to you about my friends at Livia Weight Loss Centers. And Declan Goff actually saw me in the flesh last night, sat by me in the press box. Declan, like he I saw w- you. What is in saw you in the flesh? Well, he saw me in person, night. not not on the screen. Well, he he saw going. me in person. Oh, okay. like, like my face. I thought he, like, walked in on I, you I know or something. Uh, no. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying. <laughs> he looked. He could see my. He could see my physique at least. And Declan, I'd like you to comment yeah. on the new, improved Livia lifestyle, Judd, as I am now calling him in the third. Person. Okay, so I've sat next to Judd at many press box functions, XL Energy Center, US Bank Stadium, Target Field, and usually, you know, Judd has a you know a, a big old thing, a Diet Coke, or you know maybe some candy or something unhealthy. I sit next down to I sit next to Judd Zolged yesterday. He's got a great chicken and salad spread. Looking like a whole new Judd. And I said, where is this other press box Judd who I have sat next to for years? He's gone. It's it's the new Judd Zolget. It's the new Judd Zolget, thanks to his friends at Love Livia. It. That's exactly right. Down almost, uh, or down uh, basically 12 pounds in two weeks. I weigh in tomorrow. I'm confident that the weight is going to continue to peel off. And here's the greatest thing, folks. You can join the new Judd. You can join him. And the first 10 weeks are free are free all you have to do livia.com or call 855 go l-i-v-e-a livia.com 855-g-o-l-i-v-e-a join me on a program i'm going to get down to 200 pounds and here's the best part because of the new judd livia lifestyle i'm going to stay there now i'm just about 52 i need to think about my health as well as my charming looks Livia.com is the place to go and tell them score north and Judd and Mackie and Judd and Declan too. We all sent you. Nice. All right. Purple positivity. It's, it's not uh, as hard as it was when they were Owen two to come up with uh positive that they've, they've dug themselves out of an Owen two hole going into the, by their three and three let's uh let's brighten this thing up. 
even though Declan just predicted they'd win four of their next five games. I don't know what more positivity you could ask for than that, but we'll start with Judd. We'll go around the room. Purple Positivity Wednesday. Say something nice about the Vikings. Oh, this is very simple right now. Um, so so it was it's been two games, it's been one start, but I am going to say right now, Christian Darasaw and that start was impressive. It's his first game, he's been hurt. Uh the left if you have a first round left tackle who's cost controlled essentially for five years, and he can play like he did against the Panthers, and by the way, in fairness, the Panthers are no defensive slouches. So this this was not some game against a bunch of slappies who who you're like, well, let's see until he plays a real team. Christian Darrisaw looks the part, played the part, and we all know that if Kirk Cousins is protected, Kirk Cousins can play great. And so my positivity is I think it was such a huge first step for Darrisaw to finally start finally play and I think we discussed this on uh, Monday as well but I will say this cost control for five years and if you have found if you have found your left tackle that's like eight to ten years of of not being oh my god blind side yes. of my quarterback so anyway I am extremely high on the future and the possibilities that Christian Darrisaw brings at one of the most important positions on offense yeah, nailing like there, there's a few positions pass rusher um, left tackle for sure, quarterback. Like if you can, the, the 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 most like three or four most important positions. If you can hit on star players or just like really good players that are under team control on a rookie scale contract for four or five years, it just helps you so much. Oh. And remember when the Vikings, you know, the Minneapolis Miracle team wasn't Daniel Hunter on a rookie scale contract at that point too. Like I think so. the damage you can do with an edge rusher or a left tackle or a quarterback on a rookie-scale contract or a top receiver. So they've got Justin Jefferson on a rookie-scale contract. If Christian Derrissaw can be what we think he can be, he's on a rookie-scale contract. And then it actually makes, if Kirk has to be paid $35 million, it actually makes it easier to swallow because you're not out there also trying to find $15 million for a tackle or for a receiver. So that could be a huge game changer. All right, Declan, say something nice about the Vikings. Yeah, no problem. I mean, like I said, I think they win four out of five, but I'll even go somewhere else. I'll go somewhere else because I have told you fellas throughout this season that I just don't think that this Vikings defense is going to be top 10. Um, I I just think in general, those days are gone. It's a lot to ask. However, I will say, I will credit Mike Zimmer, bend, not break. Because through the first six games, the Vikings lead the NFL in third down percentage. Teams are only converting 29% of their third downs against the Vikings. I'll give Zimmer credit because he did, was like this last year too. If if you can stop get stops on third down and you can get stops in the red zone, I'm okay with the bend-not-break philosophy if you're going to give up those chunk plays. But right now the Vikings' third down defense has been phenomenal, number one in the NFL. They set an NFL record like four years ago with the 2017 defense. But 29% on third down, get that offense off the field, they deserve credit. So kudos to, the, to Mike Zimmer's defense for getting big stops on third down. That's big time because they're in terms of yards per play allowed, they're exactly in the middle. They're 16th, but that's kind of the definition of bend, don't break, right? We'll allow some yards, but on third down, clamps. Red zone, got to clamp it. I think the next step is inside two minutes of the first half, got to be better. You know, they, they've been pretty bad before the bye week, but that's amazing that they're number one in the NFL third down defense. And I don't think that's luck or a fluke. No. Uh, there are other defenses like Kansas City, and they're not even the worst, by the way, on third down. But Kansas City is allowing a 46% third down conversion rate. 
Wow. You know, that can get a little better. And but... the Vikings the Vikings defense struggled on third down last year, correct? I believe yes. I, seem, yes. I seem to recall that, that they were very leaky on third down a year ago. How so. about this? The Washington football team, good luck against Aaron Rodgers. They're allowing 58% conversions on third down this but year. But you know what, Phil? To, <laughs> to your point um, a few months back, that's the problem with saying our identity is defense. Mm-hmm. Because because Washington started this year, right? Ron Revere's defense last year was great. I mean, they're going to be great. That's the problem. You you nailed it because you've got to get your entire defense to be on the same page year after year after year. It's not that your defense shouldn't be good, but when you're like, we are defense. Well, that's really nice to say, but things change drastically. Guys get hurt. Um, so, yeah, I... I thought that your your point about why the Vikings can't just say we are defense first and that's it is exactly what we're seeing with uh, with Washington right now. I'm going to give you another defensive one here since we're since we're all just having a good time here praising the Vikings. They also lead the NFL in pressure rate, so they were near the bottom of the league in total sacks and pressure rate. Yep. No team has more sacks than the Vikings this season. And no team pressures the opposing quarterback more often. 32% pressure rate, according to profootballreference.com. And the 75 total pressure is also the most in the NFL. So they're they're great at getting after opposing quarterbacks so far. Now some of this is, all right, Sam Darnold, Jared Goff, Baker Mayfield. You know, those guys probably aren't the best at surveying the defense and getting rid of the ball when they need to. So you're going to find out a lot more once you face Dak Prescott, Justin Herbert, Lamar Jackson, and Aaron Rodgers, and that'll be a fun stretch. But some good signs from this Vikings defense so far. I think I might have lost Phil there a little bit. Dude, he he froze. He got he, so he was excited. so he excited. He was so he was, no, I, no, it sounds like he's back. Earth to Phil Mackey, Macadac, come in, Macadac. I'm back. Am I back? No. You're bouncing around somewhere. It's your voice is going like this. It's been so positive. He had he, he literally couldn't contain himself, Jeff. We've lost Mackinac. We've lost we've lost the Mackinac. It's just us now. This is this is the third down stop like here. This is this film. is this is it's the like third down stop we've been trying to get. You know, this is Mackadax, exactly what we're talking about. Mackinac's gone, Declan. Are you prepared? Yeah, we're gonna have to take yeah. this on ourselves. It, it's a. Uh, it's a. <laughs> am I, am I back? You're back. You're back. Bruce, super weird. Your, your Kansas City Chiefs, Chiefs defense couldn't get a big stop yeah. there on third down. They just you know they opened <laughs> I, back up. I'm just trying to praise the Vikings here, all right? I don't know. I don't know what what the Gremlins are Somebody, doing. Oh, here. you know who got yeah, it? The, 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 the NFL Carroll, NSA. Pete, Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll yeah. in Seattle cut the line because he's <laughs> like, you got to stop with that. Amazing. Oh, man. Man, I think I think our points have been made here, though. The Vikings the Vikings are showing some good signs on defense, and now we'll find out a lot more after the bye week. State of the offense addressed tomorrow. And um, there's a bunch of things we can dive into there. Declan's going to go on a little vacation. So tomorrow you're going to get to see one of our longtime friends, Ross Brendel, will be the assistant to the executive producer. Case Keenum coming in. Casey Keenum coming in. Yeah, that's right. Case Keenum uh, of producers, yeah. Ross Brendel. Be careful. Case Keenum goes and steals your job. You yeah. know, just want to make sure I'm, you got I'm well aware. Might be, might be looking for a job at the score in 670 this weekend. I don't know what's, uh, yep. what's going to be happening. Oh, that's why you're going there, huh? Yeah. Yeah. So uh bring, bring your suit and tie. Me and Rami, we're getting we're getting the we're getting the band back together. Speaking of going to Chicago, we're getting the Blues Brothers, we're getting yeah. the band back together. 
Just don't just don't put a roof on the band, no, and I'll be no fine roof. with it. No roof. No. And just All a little right. bit, a little bit of ketchup too. Okay. Dex? Well, these are inside jokes. Don't start. No one has any yeah. idea what you're talking about. Just a Purple Daily, uh, presented by Surly. Rami Green hates Company ketchup. Here. It's not an inside joke. Thanks for hanging out with us. We'll see you guys tomorrow.